now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Ladies and gents, welcome back to episode 43. This is the Triceratops episode. The boys are back, all three of us. First time in a while, I think all three of us will be here throughout the whole episode. It's, you know, it's good to have Connor on at the end for, you know, the NFL stuff. He can talk a little bit about the Falcons, their big win. Uh, it's good to have Connor the whole time. He, he he calms us down a bit. John and I, we tend to go off off the rails a little bit. It gets out of control. Uh, you, we usually have to wind up bleeping stuff out when it's just us two because it just gets reckless. But we're back. Chad, Chad, me and you have too much damn fun. That's the problem. I think that we is don't have our We don't have our, like our father figure around to like, be, like you know, monitor our behavior, babysit us. You could say exactly. Absolutely. Supervise us. Yeah. He's our supervisor. So, so dad, you're back. Um, thanks for being here. Keep us in check tonight. Uh, Absolutely. Con- Connor go or John, go ahead. I do want to say one thing before I get really angry with, uh, you know, my boys in Columbia, South Carolina. It is officially nipple chafing season, folks. I want everyone out there to have a couple of bandages in their pocket every day. Today, boy, I tell you, a couple diamond cutters the entire day. I did not realize that it was only going to be 20, mid-20s. Got in my car this morning. I think it said 24. It's Charlotte. That's unexpected. So all day, you know, I'm walking around. Of course, this is a day where I'm doing more like out of office and walking around doing stuff. Um and I'm just walking around the streets of Uptown Charlotte, and I'm like, goodness gracious, my nipples hurt. And, I mean, they're chafed to hell. So I, I tomorrow we might be sporting a couple of bandages on the guys, but um, I just wanted to, you know, everyone needs to have a couple ready at all times now. John, it's at I've, that point. I've never had this issue. Is it because you have big nipples? No, and I actually don't. Mine are quite cute. They're cute little guys. Um, but... It's because they were literally hard the entire day. I don't wear undershirts. I just wear – I put my dress shirt on. That's what I'm wearing. I'll sweat through the undershirt. But now it's a little ch- – I, I probably need to start doing this. But just the material of the dress shirt rubbing against my hard nipples for as long as it was today. <laughs> Good night. You're telling me it was only 24 degrees in Charlotte today? It was this morning. When I was – majority of the time when I was outside, it was freezing. And then I'm sure the high it might have gotten up to like mid-30s in the afternoon. I, I went outside this morning to go to class. I was It was right around 29. I came back inside because it was just – I was biking in and I, I was not prepared. And I realized I didn't have winter gloves. So I went to my golf bag. I took out a left golf glove and a right rain golf glove. And I wore those in today. Did That's it help? Innovative. No. Yeah, it didn't help that much, but I mean, I kind of felt cool on my bike. Better grip. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Well. Well. Speaking to to bad weather, we're gonna move from bad weather to bad football teams. Uh, yeah, John. I think my over six win total ticket on South Carolina is officially dead. Dead in the water. There's. I just don't see him pulling off these last two. Yeah, you know, in the past we would come off a shitty loss and I'd, you know, do some fake rant about how we're going to win against anyone else this year. It's not going to happen. We're going to be a 4-8 team. Uh, we can't run. We can't pass. I don't think we have a defensive game plan most of the time. Our special teams actually might be our strength. You never want to hear that. Um, the offense is just so inept, dude. Helensky has gotten worse every week, I think. I don't think it's his fault. I think our offensive coordinator shouldn't be an offensive coordinator. Um Feaster, I don't know if he was hurt or not playing or being – I don't know what his deal is. Rico looked like shit. The offensive line, I think, has lost interest in playing. We're terrible. Appalachian State just drowned us. I mean, it wasn't even close. I had – from the moment the game started, I sent to the gambling chat. I said, South Carolina is going to lose this game. I have a bad feeling. Happened. Wasn't close. Left at half – lit- I think it was the first drive after halftime. Something terrible happened to start the second half from what I remember. And I got the hell out of the bar. We left. So they're hopeless. I'm sad. Yeah. I've accepted it, though. This is me me not even having the energy to like do a fake you know, optimistic rant. I, I got nothing. I, I think I've accepted they're terrible. I'm there. I feel the, the same way about BC. We lose to a Florida State team that doesn't have a head coach. 
They're absolutely terrible. James Blackman, who's been benched about 100 times in his career, goes out there and beats us pretty easily, putting up points. Carolina's, you know, the worst part is, and I don't know what your situation is, like your coaching status. Is he on the hot seat? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Steven Dazio needs to go. Muschamp is, is, his seat could not be hotter. It, It is, if you're thinking like, of desert in Las Vegas in like the middle of August, that's Muschamp's seat right now. It's just scorching hot. But his buyout is nineteen million dollars. <laughs> I mean, five, the athletic director needs to go for this. We just got a new president. That's a bummer because the old one was great. But the new guy, he's got they got to fire the athletic director. He's miserable. And then because there's no way I trust this guy to hire the next head coach after Muschamp. I don't even know when we can fire the guy because his buyout is so fat. I have no idea. It's just, it's honestly one of the worst situations in the country. So the you're top. frustrated is what you're saying. I can't feel my feet thinking about it. <laughs> I'm right there with you, you know. Just it's hard. Uh we let up 14 points to Maryland, so I'm I'm seething as well. I'm right there with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, see uh Chase Young's suspension reduced to one game today, so that's good news. He'll be playing against Penn State. Although they should blow out Penn State, in my opinion, we'll see. Chase Young, like, well, I guess he was appealing. He played against Maryland, right? No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Okay, so yeah. that doesn't count as his one game. No, no, it was. It essentially went from four to two games. So the Maryland game counted. So he has one more. All right, that's bullshit. By the way, that he should never been suspended. Yeah, so annoying. But anyways, we should talk about the biggest game of the weekend: LSU, Alabama. Coach O and Joey B, Joey Burrow, they go into Tuscaloosa and get the job done. This was an incredible game, honestly. Looked like a By Big 12 game. By far the best game in college football this season, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It was everything the people wanted and needed after, uh, so, I mean, just several weeks we've had where the slates have been shitty and there haven't been many big games. The people needed this. We needed this. I'm so glad it was the high-scoring affair that it was. I believe I hit the over in that game. Felt good. Folks, by the way, I'll start off by saying this. I had a miserable three-week stretch, all right? Couldn't hit a thing. I have righted the ship, I believe. I think I'm, I'm better um, on my own as well as, you know, the system. Connor, thank you for that. For basketball, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, to go back, it was a high-scoring. Dude, but, I mean, Alabama – I still think they're a top four team. The, the, the way they, they outplayed the hell out of LSU in the second half, they were just down by so much at halftime. So many little mistakes and turnovers. Bama's still as scary as before. Their defense is not as good as it has been the past few seasons. But I'm still scared of them, for sure. I mean, Bama looked like shit at the beginning of that game. Their punter just drops that ball. I mean, that, Tua, that doesn't happen. They get penalties Tua, on defense. Yeah, the ball got sniped out of two of his arms in the right inside the five, that first fumble. So, mm. a lot of stuff you won't see again out of this team. I want to say that Ch- Chase Edwards Hilaire, that little running back for LSU, very very good. Yeah, number twenty-two. A couple wow. of those spin moves, <laughs> frighteningly talented. It looked like me out there. Um, I would right. like to say though. Okay, that was a lie. I am about as unathletic as it gets. But hear me out. Whether or not you think Alabama should be in the top four right now, that defense is bad. Like, oh, that's, that's Oklahoma bad on defense. And it wasn't just that game. Their defense has been bad all year. They're actually letting up more yards per play this year than Oklahoma. I saw that little tidbit yeah, on yeah. Twitter. Um, they, I don't know how you can make the case that they should be in the top four right now. John, would you like to explain why you think they, wait, are you saying they're, they're still a top four team or they should be ranked in the top four? I didn't say that they should be ranked in the top four at any point in what I was saying. You said, if I did, it's a top, you said Alabama, something about top four, I believe. I said that I'm still scared of them. Okay. Um, because offensively, they still could very well be the best team in the country. You saw two could barely walk after the game. He was playing severely injured in his lower half. Um, and, I mean, no. 
Stand Najee Harris, it's a beast. Yeah, and down two touchdowns at the end of that game, and and uh, two is throwing an eighty-five yard touchdown pass, and all of a sudden it's like I have to get up, I have to sit down and watch the damn game again because it's not over yet. Um, yeah, making me sweat my LSU money I mean, line back it, that game. Jeez. They, they they make the adjustments. They were down, I believe they were down twenty at halftime. Yeah, uh, piss poor decision making too. I believe they turned the ball around an interception right before the half. LSU gets another uh, scores again. But I mean, they only allowed this LSU offense that's been you know you could say the best in college football. They only allowed thirteen points in the second half. That's pretty good. I scored them twenty eight to thirteen in the second half. I mean, they're they're still Alabama. They have, and I mean, they haven't played their best game yet this year. That's that's another scary thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think that they should be ranked ahead of Georgia just because of Georgia's loss to South Carolina. I realistically don't think that that win against Florida is all that impressive. So um, I would personally have LSU one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, Bama four right now. I'd honestly probably have Oregon in front of uh, – I don't know why I said Oregon. Oregon ahead of Georgia as well at five, but that's just me. And then I'd have uh, Georgia-Utah after that. Chad, what do you got? Uh, I'm, What's I'm, your top – just do top eight. Powers, I want to make note you did not have Minnesota in that, and I believe you only said seven teams. So Yeah, I would have Minnesota at eight. Top eight is how they should be ranked or just the eight best teams because uh, that's different to me. How you feel? How you feel they should be ranked right now? Uh, how they should be ranked? Um, LSU won. Just their body of work is superior so far, although that defense is also concerning. Ohio State 2, Clemson 3. Um, I'm fine with Georgia 4. I would go Minnesota five, Alabama six, um, Oregon seven or Utah seven, Oregon eight. My issue with Oregon is a lot of people are downplaying their one loss because it was the first game of the season. However, the same can be said for Auburn in that game. It was their first game of the season with a true freshman quarterback. So I don't like the argument that it was the first game of the season, yada, yada, yada. Uh, also, I still think Auburn's pretty bad. Um, I'm still fine. ranked 12th, though. Uh, yes, but they won't be. At and the Florida's end. ranked have... 11, and you guys Auburn... are both slandering these teams. Auburn Just is going to finish the year with four losses. Can we agree on that? They're going to lose to Georgia. They're going to lose to Alabama. I mean, yeah, I mean, those aren't bad losses if it, if it happens. But it that's probably a four loss. Okay, okay. But my, my thing is the consistency from the committee – like, like I said, I'm fine with Georgia at um, four right now because of their wins against Florida and Notre Dame. But in the last two of the last three years, you know, teams have gotten penalized for bad losses. So Ohio State, you know, the last two years losing to Purdue and to uh, Iowa, and they essentially just couldn't recover after those losses. Um, so my question is, uh, being so harshly penalized for those two losses— why was Georgia not as harshly penalized? Because Alabama has the arguably the best loss, yeah, the best loss in the country. Uh, they haven't played anyone, but but why? You know, last year Ohio State loses that that one game and they drop to ten and tenth and can't recover. And you know Georgia loses to an equally bad South Carolina team and is two weeks later, three weeks later, back in the top four. That's that's what's. Go ahead. I have absolutely no answer to your question. I don't know. That's very consistent. I agree with you. What you're saying is something I agree with. Um, <laughs> I just if if Alabama and Georgia played on a neutral site right now, I think we all would say Alabama would probably still win. I just I'm not a fan of Georgia's offense. I know they've they haven't let up a rushing touchdown this year, which is insane. But at the same time, I think the firepower that Alabama has is enough to beat Georgia. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I think Bama it, would slaughter Georgia on a neutral site. I don't know if they would do that. I don't think it would be a, a blowout. But I'd be curious what the line is. I feel it could probably be around that 10 to 14 range. Uh, 12, maybe. Yeah, it could be around there. 
But I never gave my top eight. Would you guys like to hear it? Yes. It's probably very similar. Uh, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Utah. No. Minnesota, Utah, Oregon. So I, I, I'm fine with that. My my thing with kind of hitting off of Minnesota, which we need to talk about Minnesota, Penn State, I'm kind of surprised with how far Penn State fell. You know, they have at least two ranked wins more. They've beaten Michigan and Iowa, who are both ranked, and their one loss is to a top 10 team. Are you surprised Penn State fell to nine? I personally thought Penn State should have stayed ahead of Oregon and Utah. I'm not surprised. Like It's like we talked about last week about recency of losing. When you look at all of these teams with one loss, Penn State lost the most like recently. You're going to reward the rest of the teams for winning that past week. I have no no problem with them being at nine, to be honest. Yes, two questions, Chad. What have you done for me? And overall, they've all done about the same for me. But what have you done for me lately? Penn State lost lately. So, okay, they lost on the road to a team that was undefeated. However, it's obviously Oregon and Utah. Both of them will not stay where they are. One of them is going to fall when they play each other. Yeah, So it's a formality that they're both sitting there right now. But yeah. Penn State losing. In, in, a, in a way, the committee kind of has a way out right now because two of the SEC teams are going to have to play, and Oregon's going to have to play Utah. So they can just kind of sit tight with with the top five or six. Oh yeah, yeah. It it just looks like the SEC has uh, such an easy path to two teams in. However, you look at it. I mean, we're assuming Georgia LSU both run the table. Let's say Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship. Georgia's obviously in, and there's LSU's probably still in. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And let's say same scenario, but LSU beats Georgia. That knocks Georgia out, and most likely Bama's in. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't penalize greatness, and the SEC produces greatness. That's why they're always in the running for two teams, and no one else really is. So. The only way I don't see them getting two teams in is if Baylor goes undefeated. Um, that or if Ohio State and Minnesota both meet undefeated in the Big Ten Championship and Minnesota wins. There's a chance Ohio State could still get in over uh, Maybe. Alabama. Maybe. So. Interested to think, see how it think... plays out. This is, I think, Connor, you can go first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, say, I think this is the most exciting playoff race we've had yet. Because there's so much uncertainty and so many teams still alive, realistically. You know? Yeah. If, if you had to bet on one team outside the top four to definitely get in right now, who would you say it is? I would just say you should make it top five because Bama's a very safe, easy pick. Fine. So uh, out of Bruce, Oregon, Utah, Minnesota, Penn State, Oklahoma, I think those are the only yeah, other realistic I mean, teams. And obviously some of the lower. Baylor, Baylor is sure. still possible. Just saying. Chad. The most likely to get in of those, uh, I think you throw out Minnesota immediately. I, 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 there's no way. Um, I would say probably. Uh, um, no I mean, back to the Gophers. Great season, but not a shot. I would say Utah. That's not a bad, I mean, bad one. I mean, I, I personally would say. I'd probably say Oklahoma, to be honest. I just have a feeling they're somehow going to sneak back in there. Damn, guys, I like both of those picks. Uh, honestly, I, I would probably have both of those at the top of my list as well. You know I love Utah. So do we all like Utah more than Oregon? I just love yeah. Utah. I think so. I do. Yeah. Utah is, is, I mean, their resume isn't overly impressive. They really only have one ranked win, and that's Arizona State. And then Arizona State, I believe, is not ranked anymore. Um, but they've yeah. also handled their business. They lost to USC, but all of their wins are very convincing. The Utah, I guess maybe their win on the road against Washington, who is having them down here, might be their second most impressive. But, I mean, they've handled business. But let's be honest, like the USC loss isn't great, but USC's bull eligible already. So, you know, you got to. It's you gotta, not a bad loss. And it's on not, the road. And as you've said, it's, it was a Friday night game. John, I'm going to be honest. It was with you. like week three as well, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, John. I, I like Utah. I picked Utah there because you like them so much. I've just gotten so ingrained to like 
Utah equals John's team. Like I kind of, I kind of pull for him on any given week. I, every single week, it crosses my mind that I should have gone to Utah just to experience it. The football <laughs> would have been a hell of an upgrade over South Carolina. Yeah. Well, we should slide to the Minnesota Penn State game quickly. Minnesota and PJ Fleck, bravo. I was that that was a, a fiery performance. I did bet on Penn State. I, sure. I've yet to predict a Penn State game correct either Same. way. I bet I'm against them, I lose. I bet on them, I lose. But Minnesota, great game. My initial takeaway, they have three very, very good <clears throat> wide receivers. Very good wide receivers. Yeah. And Tyler uh, Johnson, uh, I can't name the other two, but they're good. Irrelevant. That um that was a shock to me. I think that was the biggest shock of the day, honestly. Um, and it really wasn't particularly close until the end when Penn State made it a little interesting. But it really just, I, I don't know. I mean, Penn State's quarterback was awful. <laughs> you throw that yeah. one out there. Um, so I don't know. Seeing I would, ghosts, dude. Yeah, and their defense was not what everyone thought it was. Um, I don't see how they recover from that one. They've got yeah, a tough one done. this weekend. I, yeah, they're they, done. They, well, I mean, I'll be honest. If if like just to look back and just kind of use some terminology that you used of those teams we just mentioned, uh, for most confident, I would they'd be the first one I throw out. Penn State. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're Even before so Baylor, down. before Minnesota, before Oregon, before everybody. They're 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 point they're irrelevant to me, completely irrelevant. Couldn't care less. James, James Franklin continues to have the same thing happen every season. They get up to like top eight, creep into this into the discussion, immediately lose a game they, they should win on the road. A close game, I should say, usually. And he just hasn't been able to win the big one. Penn State, they might never get back to the, the paternal years. Sad. RIP to the Penn State football season 2019-2020. Close but no cigar. Yeah. We should uh, recap our, our picks of the week quickly before we preview next week. My uh, personal pick was Oklahoma minus 14.5. They had a 21-point lead they in did. the fourth Wait. quarter. And they barely win by a point. Uh, Iowa State goes for too late, doesn't get it. Horrendous showing at the end of that game for them. Um, we have John here. He took Oregon State plus 10. I believe that was like a Friday game. Yeah, it was Friday night. I think, um, and they barely, they lost by 12, I believe. Uh, Washington, they played Washington, yeah. Washington scored late. They the lost game. by 12, 19 to 7, yeah. Yeah, it was really unfortunate, honestly. <laughs> it should have never happened. That's a John pick, just a random Pac-12. John is all over the Pac-12. And yeah, and Chad, I remember like I had nothing prepared that, that night, and I just like quickly did a deep – I literally only clicked Pac-12 and picked my favorite one and realized it was a Friday night game. I was under duress for sure. Yeah, and, and Chad had a great pick. I actually ended up betting this pick as well. He had Purdue plus two against Northwestern. Purdue went in there and won outright. That's a great pick by Chad. Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> so we're, we were one on one and two on the on the week for college last week. Not not exactly what you want to see, but not yeah, we're looking to get better. We're looking to get better. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to, I believe it's week twelve in college week football. Twelve. Yes. It is week twelve. That's Where does the time go, dude? I don't know, man. I do not know. Um, so this is, it is Wednesday, some action, so when you hear this, you'll know. It's 25 degrees in Toledo, Ohio for the game night, so naturally, John and I also slam the under, and Chad probably. Yes. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, in terms of games this weekend, it's, it's rivalry week, I think. Uh, no, I'm not. not positive on that. It's a not. couple you, rivalry you just, games. You just yanked that one out of your behind. You have no idea what it is. You know, I saw, the, oldest I saw rivalry a couple rivalries on the slate, and I was like, it's probably rivalry week. I feel good about that. But apparently it's not rivalry week, so my my bad. My bad. Yeah. It is your bad. I'm in, 
interesting ranked matchup I want to start with is Navy at Notre Dame. Two ranked teams, Navy at 23, Notre Dame at 16. What do we think? Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I would love to see Navy win. I really would. Uh, it is Notre Dame favored by a touchdown right now, minus seven at home. Love that spread for, uh, I think, I, I lean Navy initially, for sure. I, I lean Notre Dame minus seven and a half. I don't, I just, I don't see it. I don't know enough about uh, Navy to be able to make a, an assessment right now or a pick or anything like that. I just would love to see him keep it close. It's an intriguing game. It doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. I, I will take the under on that one, I will say. Um, but I, I, I really like Notre Dame minus seven and a half. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, another game we should talk about, Ohio State's favored by 52 points <laughs> this weekend against Rutgers in Rutgers. And earlier today, Ohio State was getting 89% of spread tickets, which means people are hammering them to beat Rutgers by 52 points. And I kind of like it. I kind of think yeah. Ohio State wins by more than 52. Yeah, this I do This is a too. game that I, I kind of hope Rutgers scores like an early field goal. I can live bet Ohio State at like 45. Dude, I, I can't get over just, like, how perpetually bad Rutgers is. They belong so far removed from the Power Five. It's ridiculous. Is this – Connor, I need you to do some research in the lab when you have a, a free moment. Is this the largest spread between two Power Five schools ever for a road team to be favored by this much? Road favorite, two Power Five schools. Please tell me if this is the largest spread ever. You know what? Keep keep. We'll continue on the segment. I'll get you an answer before the end of of this. Looking segment, forward right? to it. Yeah. Um, would you take Ohio State in that game? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love taking the over on something that looks absurdly ridiculous. If it's the like over. an over eighty four college like total. Give oh me yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because you know something's up, you know. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm five and one when uh, betting against Rutgers this year, so I will be taking Ohio State minus a million. Nice. Don't hate it. Um, a game I game? wanted to before Connor keeps going. One I actually wanted to hit on because this one is very intriguing. It's a noon game. It's Penn State home at eight and one against Indiana, who is seven and two. Penn State is a fourteen and a half point favorite. This is a cheeky spot for Indiana. I like him to cover that. That's all I'll say about it. I do too. I'm I don't know why. But then again, I may just avoid Penn State games altogether the rest of the year. I could yeah, see I got to I got to steer clear of those. I could see this being a rare, really entertaining noon game for the Big 10, for Big 10 brand. With Indiana, I don't know, something about it. Notice how the total, and this is why I say this, is moved four and a half points higher. It's went from fifty to fifty-four and a half. It could be a shootout. I like it. Um, I believe the next game we were going to talk about, the next real game, you know, to focus on was was going to be Georgia Auburn. It has to be. It has to be. Georgia favored is- by two and a half. This is a game that, like, you know, if you're an Auburn fan, this is the game you, you're getting up for. You know, you yeah. want this game. What is it? Yeah. The Deep the deep South's oldest rivalry or whatever? Yes. I believe the South's oldest rivalry. Something along those lines. You know the Southerners yeah. love it. Yeah. They love this. They, oh, they, they, love get, this they get all tingly about this one. Yep. Uh, what are you guys no, what are you I, thinking? I, I am excited for this game. I, I definitely think it'll be on the lower scoring side of things. Uh, so I'd probably be looking at the under initially before looking at a side. I think it's a it's a trap game for Georgia, but I also think that they'll win by a field goal at least, which is a spread two and a half right now. Uh, I think they'll, they'll ignore the noise. I don't think Auburn Auburn may not score. Like their offense That's is the bad. Thing. I, I like Georgia minus three. I think they win by 10 to 13, but I um, that under is very appealing to me at the moment. I see it being like a 23-3 game. All right. That's yeah. I'm, I'm saying it'll be low scoring. I don't even think it'll be that high scoring, though. The under is sitting at 40. Uh, it's dropped from 45 to 40.5. So 
another massive swing in that sense. I think, honestly, Connor, I know I cut you off. I snuck in there. But Georgia's going to win like 21 to 7. Yeah, and John, I have your answer from earlier. This is, in fact, the biggest spread uh, for a road team between Power 5 teams uh, since at least 2005. The previous was Kansas was favored, or sorry, Baylor was favored by 46 points against Kansas back in 2015. They covered that spread. I imagine that's when they had RG3. Um, what year? So, 2015 okay. is the year. Yeah. Okay. Another game that I did want to touch on last one, absolute dumpster fire of a game, but Northwestern has won one game this year. They are favored by 40 and a half points against UMass this weekend. Whoa! UMass also only one win. They beat Akron, who fell to 0-10 against the spread yesterday, and 0-10 straight up. Horrible team. So UMass must be one of the worst football teams college football's ever seen. If they are 40-point underdogs, I don't even know if Northwestern has scored 40 points this season. I don't think they have. I Am I crazy for thinking um, plus 40-and-a-half or – mass like i don't think northwestern northwestern can score that many points i genuinely don't think they can you know i want to see what the i don't have a projected total for the game right now so i can't see that but oh wait yes i do hold on um 56 i see i mean yeah i if umass scores one time i think it's you're good right yeah but I, I'm not going to bet on UMass. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Is, it. is it worth the pain of just, like, watching them be down 35 late in the game? You can't give up one more touchdown? I kind of – I'm all about that. Northwestern misses a last-second last field goal. I, I like Massachusetts plus 40. I do. Okay, well, that should lead us into uh, our locks of the week. Uh, Connor, there's one game that we should briefly mention. Iowa's home against Minnesota, and Iowa's a three-point favorite. Yes. Oh, I was actually reading into this today. Um, Total trap game, by the way, that I'll definitely be betting on because I can't resist. Um, But, you know, the, the, the bear from college game day, Chris Falca, he tweeted something out that this is the seventh time that a team has been 9-0 and and been an underdog uh, at this point in the season, and I believe they are 4-2 and straight up in the past. So I lean towards taking Minnesota in this game. I think the value is too good to pass up. I like Minnesota as well. Um, John, what do you think? I have no idea what the hell just happened, dude. I, yeah, I, what's going on I with thought you, I man. heard some knocking on my door, and I was right. <laughs> This guy's standing out there. I swear to God, I pop up to the eye hole. He's waving into the eye. What on earth is this? He won't go away. He starts knocking again. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding? What is happening? Am I about to die out here? I I was like, this is it. This is going to be it. So um, I essentially <laughs> gave him $10 to get off my door. Stop. I, I honestly just got like, I think I got robbed. I don't even know what he was trying to sell me. He was trying to sell me something. And this dude was baked as hell. I mean, his eyes were bloodshot. He even told me, he said, apologize, but you're, you're, I don't know, some neighbor of mine. I don't know what the hell just happened. I'm so rattled. What are we talking about? What sport are we on? I can't even fathom <laughs> John, what just happened. John, all I know just, is I'm, I just lost $10. That's all I know. All right, just make two picks. You don't need to explain them. First being Iowa minus three, home against Minnesota. Who do you like? I want everyone to know that this is the time, if you're ever going to take my pick, it's when I'm completely confused, rattled. I don't even have the time to put thought into this. I'm gonna, just going to look at it, um, which is good. I should probably adhere to this. Give me Minnesota plus three. Okay, and then the other one, Northwestern is home against Massachusetts. They are a 40-and-a-half point favorite. 
Another ridiculous line. Give me Northwestern and their one and eight record at the minus 40 and a half. Connor Powers, can you tell me if there has ever been a team this late in the season with one win to be favored by 40 points? There has not. Folks, we have two anomalies happening this year. This is like seeing a shooting star two two nights in a row. That's what this is like. Do not bet either of these games. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. Not worth it. Baylor, Um, Oklahoma? Baylor, Oklahoma. I'm hammering Oklahoma. Minus 10. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I I think they cover. Ten's a lot of points, though. God. Yeah. No, that's a game that, that I was looking at earlier, and it excites me, the thought of it. But at the same time, I know this is a bet that I will automatically lose because I'll probably take Oklahoma. And I just, I don't know. They, they haven't impressed me at all the last I week. think you have to take Oklahoma. I think that's yeah. like the smart pick. But This is the same spot. It, it, this is literally Penn State, Minnesota again. I'm going to take Oklahoma as I took Penn State, and they're probably going to lose. That's yeah. what I see. All right. Well, that, that should get us into our locks of the week before we, uh, we move along to college basketball briefly. Does anyone want to uh, be courageous and step up yep. to the plate first? Mine's easy. It's simple. It's a beauty. It's a lock. Place it. Forget about it. Utah minus 21 against UCLA. This is a game that they're going to win like 42-3. to three. This is going to be a fuck. Sorry. This is going to be a <laughs> blowout. Um, Utah is just simply so much better than this team. UCLA, I think, is terrible. Chip Honestly, Kelly needs to go, bro. And, and, and this is why. Listen, they've played better lately. They beat Colorado by 31-14 last week. But, I, I mean, Colorado? I couldn't tell you how many wins Colorado has. They beat an Arizona State eh, 500 team. Beat Stanford. They suck. Oregon State blew UCLA up before that. There's just no way. It's The Pac-12 is Utah, Oregon, and the rest of the crowd. Utah being favored by this much tells me something they've also had, despite the 70% of the bets on UCLA. The spread has moved more towards Utah. So give me Utah. I am going to take Texas. That was with confidence, man. Yeah. Let me, I feel uh, good about it. Texas plus seven at Iowa State. And that's my lock of the week. Okay. You care to elaborate on that? It's just. Um, Iowa. Uh, I, I, why? I don't know. I just think Texas is still decent. Um, and. Iowa State's had games where they've been frighteningly bad, and I, I think it's just one of those games where it's going to be a shootout, and I think Texas will cover. Okay, we don't hate it. Um, and I'm going to go back to the well because I like betting on this team a lot. I'm going to take West Virginia plus 14 going to Kansas State. Um, Kansas State coming off a tough loss to texas um and that's my lock of the week all right we can move along to college hoops where i can't believe it a number one team lost again in kentucky to evansville i just had a john and i both bet on and probably chad too i did not i did not actually think i'll tell you what i i also i i could not believe this didn't hit i i so they were minus 24 and a half kentucky pregame i took a minus 10 and a half at the half when they were losing thinking that yeah there's no way they don't win this game by at least 11 they were ranked first in the country (laughs) and they lost the game outright i can't i mean i said it guys i you gotta abolish this team from the top twenty-five for a few weeks. Put them in the uh, put them in the sin bin. Get them out of there. That was embarrassing, dude. It, if you were watching the game, one of the worst end of game shots I've ever seen by that Maxi guy. He was great in their opening game last night. He chucked a three from like right inside half court, not even close. About I mean, come on, brother, you can do better. He can. He can. I talked him up too. Um. Con, what'd you think? I don't think we've talked since um, Duke's uh, opening night victory. Anything to say on the Dukies? What are you thinking about Duke so far? Uh, I mean, for as bad as Kentucky was yesterday, I also bet on Duke. Uh, They were minus 33.5 against Central Arkansas last night, won by, I believe, 53. 
So that was great, easy money. Duke, they look good. I mean, this is how they look every year, though. They have a great class of freshmen that comes in. And, you know, they play well at the beginning of the season. And then once they get into conference play, they're going to experience a couple hiccups. And we'll see how they do come tournament time. Um, this part of the season really doesn't matter to me too much. Yeah. Um, Unless you lose to Evansville as the number one. Yes. If, if, then you have to be on a little bit of an alert if you lose to someone like that at home. But hopefully that doesn't happen to Duke. And I think Cassius, uh, Cassius Stanley is very, very good. I will say one thing as well. Currently, uh, Villanova is getting slaughtered by Ohio State. It's 22-7. to 7. Um, Good for you, Chad. Yeah, so. go Chad. As I watch Syracuse uh, currently losing to Colgate. Syracuse doesn't seem to be a very good squad this year. Uh, they've got some work to do. I'll tell you what, I have a friend that graduated from Syracuse. He said that he expects this team to be the worst team since he went to school there. Like, you know, in the past like five or six years. At least they've got just like a beautiful part of the state, city, campus, you know, easy to get around. <laughs> perfect nothing. weather, perfect weather. Great weather. Just some place you want to go visit. Yeah, yeah. Flat, yeah, flat campus, easy to walk around, very mobile. A it, tourist destination. Yeah. <laughs> exciting um stadium where your ears are fine when you walk in uh, navigatable you know parking garages are nice accessible normal people no one praying on the sidewalks no problems you know getting there on the interstate no construction always that you have to worry about yeah nothing it's totally fine yeah well on that note we should probably let uh get a word in from our sponsors and uh, we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. And I'm gonna have I'm gonna go back into it a little bit. John and Connor, you guys ready to go against me in some uh, line picking? We're just gonna stick with uh, first to five tonight. First to five. You two, remember you you guys combined have to come within one of the spread. Remember. This okay. NFL here. Uh, have you guys looked at NFL? No. no. Okay. All right. Here we go. No, NFL is too hard. I can't do within one. It's college. You, oh. You're not doing this shit where you go do something different. We've already talked about college. Let's talk NFL. Stop getting scared, dude. Let's do it. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, giddy up. Giddy up. <laughs> Miami at 2-7 and seven home against Buffalo. Who gets to go first? You go ahead, Mustachio. Thank you, sir. Uh, Buffalo minus 10. It's Buffalo at Miami? Correct. Buffalo minus 8. Buffalo minus 5.5. Chad is going to say 6.5. Vegas has no respect for the Bills. They were three-point dogs on the road against a terrible Browns team last week. So they have no respect for them. And they lost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to I mean, the Bills, this is the part of the season. They're going to finish. They're going to finish 8-8. They're going to finish 8-8. Miami is low-key hot. And all of a sudden, my under four-and-a-half win total. I am worried. (laughs) They've covered their last five games. This spread. Yeah. They covered their last five games. That's my Dolphins. Um, San Francisco home against Arizona. Um, this is going to be Niners minus ten and a half. Yeah, so I'm thinking in my head. I'm just trying to do this from memory. I believe the Niners... We're four and a half point favorites at home against the Cardinals a few weeks ago. Three points neutral, three points at home, six point swing. Give me the Niners minus 11 and a half. The Niners minus 11 and a half. Wow. I, you just saw that happen? It's always three for neutral. Three. It's like a six point swing for whoever's the home team. That was oh, beautiful. God. That was beautiful. 
The Chargers at four and six, home against Kansas City, was six and four. I'm gonna go Kansas City minus four and a half. Wait, who's the other team? Chargers. <laughs> Chargers. Kansas City minus six. Kansas City minus three and a half. Wow. Well done. Well done. Lot of, so what I've learned, Vegas, a lot of respect for the Chargers and none for uh, Buffalo. Yep. yep. Two more. We've got uh, Baltimore at home against Houston. That's a fun game. That's a really fun game. Am I up first first time, first time Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson have met since uh, their teams were ranked number three and number wow. five back in college. That's Clemson a really and Louisville. Fun game. Yeah. Baltimore's at home? Correct. Give me Baltimore minus three. I'm going to go Baltimore four and a half. Baltimore four and a half. Wow. Score update, please. And the last one we have. What's the score? Oh. Um, I have two. John is one. Yes. This is like pick up basketball when no one's paying attention. They <laughs> gotta be like, say how many points you got, because you only know how many you got. The Ram- your layups. <laughs> the, the Rams at home against the Bears. The what? The batters? The Bears. The Bears. I'm gonna go Rams minus six and a half. God, I hate to do this. Rams minus seven and a half. John, you didn't even need to guess. It is the Rams six and a half. And Connor wow. wraps it up for the week. All right, that was a cute matchup. Good, good for Connor to to win one. Yeah, win yeah. something. It's about time. Um, before we move on to some picks for this week, I just have to talk about how beautiful the Atlanta Falcons' performance was down in New Orleans. They were plus fourteen. They're fourteen point underdogs. Plus five fifty on the money line. I woke up this I woke up Sunday morning. I felt inspired by the bye week and the things I was reading and I hammered, hammered, hammered the Falcons money line and honestly was probably the biggest blowout during the one o'clock slate. They kind of handled the Saints sack Drew Brees six times. Um Falcons might be back and it was it truly made the whole season worth it for me. Right there. So thank you, Atlanta. Wow. And All right. just like that, Connor. John, speaking back. of Atlanta, though, we have the Panthers this weekend. Uh, yeah, I think the Panthers will win that game pretty. Uh, the spread of the last I checked, it's five, so and, it's a five and a half. I think we'll cover that. Uh, Panthers yeah. played think... well. <coughs> Panthers I like... played well against I... the Green Bay Packers last week. I like the Falcons. Yeah, I, I want. I actually want you to uh, talk about that a little bit. What did you think about the end of that game? Great game with I, the snow in Lambeau. That was a truly exciting game. Yeah, there there is some, I think, the same idea in the sense that I want to be running that ball on the goal line with McCaffrey. He's our MVP. There's no reason to not do that. I don't know why they waited to do that for as long as they did with only one play left. That is not your last play of play. That's like, you run that play. So before this, we had an incomplete pass from the two and an incomplete pass from the four and an incomplete pass from the four again. Why are, we, why are those all throws? That, that's, you got to run the ball there. Um, I mean, because you can easily spike it. He's going to get the first down. That's what, that's what I would have done different. I thought they played really well, though, on the road. Snowy game, you know, quarterbacks within his first 10 starts still and i thought he played really well in addition to that so what are you gonna do yeah so cam's done done though right no way he suits up for the panthers again cam is done sad but you know and and i don't know i think they i don't want to say outplayed him I i won't say that it was just a good game. So I think that they're going to bounce back and beat the uh, Falcons by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I, I definitely won't be betting on the Falcons that game. I am looking at the under 49.5 potentially. Um, we'll see. 
Uh, we should preview some games coming up, though. Give our picks of the week. Um, anyone have any uh, game in particular? Like Baltimore, to start out Houston. With? Baltimore, Houston. Baltimore, Houston. As we mentioned earlier, it is Baltimore by four and a half, correct? Uh, correct. Um, I mean, I have a future ticket on Houston to win their division. Um, they're sitting at six and three right now. I like where they are. Uh, my book actually has it at Houston plus three and a half. Oh. You know, Baltimore, they, they spanked the Bengals last week. Lamar Jackson with one of the, honestly, one of the, the most iconic runs uh, I've ever watched in the NFL. And I want to take this time, actually, before I give a pick. Uh, before the season, I, I said I wasn't a Lamar Jackson believer. Uh, I'm here to say that I was wrong. I apologize for my horrendous wow. take. Lamar Jackson, the most electric player since Michael Vick, one of my favorites to ever do it. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's going to win a Super Bowl at some point. He's that good, yeah. I think. Um, he's he's just a winner, dude. Confident. He just does he's it. A winner. He does it right. Um, on the other right. side, though, Deshaun Watson, also a proven winner. So um, I'm going to actually probably sit this game out until the very end. And depending on which side the public's on, I'm most likely going to fade them. Yes. Yep. I, I agree with that. It's also very interesting. 99% of the money is on the over right now. So that's yeah. pretty wild. I mean, we can agree that this will probably be the most bet game of the weekend, correct? And I don't know. It definitely have like the maybe Pats Eagles, games. maybe Pats Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you take the primetime games, I feel like are just naturally set up to be the most bet games. But um, this is going to probably be the most exciting game. I'm very much looking forward to it. Why should I not take that over fifty? Truthfully, there's no reason. I don't not know. To. I that's. If, if you if you want me to speak candidly to our listeners, I think that's a lock. I like we'll that. See. I like so that. So ninety nine percent of everyone else. Yeah, that's Literally. why it might not be a lock. You know, it's kind of scary. Um, but I'm going to definitely wait on that game till the very end. I hope if if I'm fading the public, I hope that the Ravens drops below that minus three mark. That would be great. Um, I definitely won't be taking the Texans if they drop below three. So we'll see. Stay tuned. Now, Chad, any thoughts there? Last thoughts? I kind of like Baltimore minus four and a half. All right. That's my last thought there. I'm leaning Houston myself. Uh, Next game, since already kind of touched, Chad, I believe you did say you liked Atlanta. to cover Money line. All right. That won't happen. So I really, really love Carolina spread now even more. Connor, you said yeah, you said listen, I, everything last week indicated the Falcons pulling off that upset against the Saints. I could not hate the Falcons spot more this week. I'll probably be betting on the Panthers minus five. And before people get give me a hard time, I want to preface this by saying I have about three future tickets on the Falcons, none of which will hit. So I'm in the business of hedging that bet right now. So I will probably be betting against the Falcons and taking Carolina, hoping to make some of that money back. All right. Uh, I just think I, I can't. How are you 14-point underdogs to the Saints? And then, you know, you play a team that's two games back of the Saints and you're only five points. It's just I don't think it's that big of a swing. There's no way. Uh, but to move on, Chad, we'll touch on your fellas because I'm intrigued by the uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Peculiar nature of the line. Buffalo minus six against the Miami Dolphins. I – um, It's magic. Uh, I like it. The Dolphins get hey, – hey, hey. I think they lose by three. I'll take Miami plus five and a half. I think they lose by field goal. If if Miami wins this game, I am 
absolutely slamming the panic button on that under four and a half future bet. That looked like the biggest lock of, of human history for so long, for seven weeks. But I actually think Buffalo covers the spread this week. You do? I do. Okay. Yeah. Fitz is going to have a bad game against his old team. Con, what do you think? I couldn't be more scared of this line. It makes no sense to me. Dolphins might fuck around and win this game outright. Straight up. Um, See, I think they either win it outright or just get blown out of the water. <laughs> I think I think I'm if I had to take a pick, which I still might, I think I'm going Dolphins money line plus two twenty. I just have a feeling that wow. Fitzpatrick's gonna get it done in Miami. John's gonna be freaking out. Will that be their fourth win of the season? Third. Third straight as well. Yikes. Bills fans must there's have no very... way a team. There's no way a team this bad can win three in a row. I just refuse to believe it. <laughs> Bills fans have awfully tight sphincters right about now. They're nervous. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why, why uh, were they hyped up in the first place? They literally played in, like the school of the blind and some nuns from around the, the corner. Like they were, they were playing nobody. I've been saying this. They're not a good team. They have a good defense. Stop getting your hopes up every year, Bills fans. You're not going to win anything until you get a good quarterback. I'm out on Josh Allen now. He's bad. And you're just not going to win until you get some players on offense. My gosh. They got nobody. Well, Frank Gore is 55, still running 100 times a game. Uh, yeah. What are you gonna defense do? is sick though. I'll give it to him. Like that defense is legit, but who would yeah, you rather uh, have right now? Josh Allen or Mitch Trubisky? Serious ooh. question. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I think I would I go with Josh Trubisky's Allen terrible, too. Dude. Yeah. I think Trubisky's really, really All bad. right. Who would you rather have right now? Josh Allen or Kyle Allen? Kyle Allen. Uh, I'd say Kyle Allen. That's a toss-up. It's just too Kyle hard. Allen is so much more accurate. That's the thing. Josh I, Allen, I, you know, known for his arm strength and deep ball. He literally probably has the worst deep ball accuracy in the NFL. I know I'm going to get flack, like, tomorrow when people say, like, oh, he actually is, like, 19th in the NFL. But he's atrocious. He's absolutely atrocious. He Dude, 19th, <laughs> 19th is bad. If they said that, that's bad. He literally throws it like 50 yards past guys on deep balls. Like, Jesus. I mean, if I had that arm strength, I I don't need to practice. I could still hit a few of them. Like, he doesn't come close. Depressing. I feel for the guy. To answer your question, I think I'd still rather have Josh Allen than Kyle Allen. Wow, dude. That's kind of messed up. I think if you put Josh Allen on the Panthers right now, I think they'd be a very similar situation. I just think the Panthers are a much better team than the Bills. I will say this. If the Panthers had Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, they would be a legit Super Bowl. Stop. 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 I'm serious. Dude, the guy throws an interception about every four passes. You just got to chill. He's amazing. He's over. But uh, I want to move along to the uh, the afternoon game. The Pats and the Eagles. This one? Yeah. Kind of surprised by the line. Pats are only favored by three and a half on the road. Yeah, you know, they uh, they got exposed a little bit last week. It could be a bit of an overreaction line. Philly beat a shitty uh, Bears team, and and like people like Mike are thinking like they ride to the ship or something. Uh, <laughs> they didn't yet. Uh, I, I'm I'm still going Pats to cover the spread personally. I'm hammering the Pats as well. I just, yeah, I think it was a... get, if you can get me the Pats at three and a half, I have to take it. Yeah, yeah, definite overreaction. I, I the the uh, and the Pats offense has been kind of lackluster lately, but coming off a poor performance like that against a Philly defense, who I actually, I still think is is quite bad. I think they're going to have their way, and then and, and off they... a bye, and Eagles yeah. secondary is terrible. Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're in trouble. I think New England. Convincingly wins this game. 
Wow. And my 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 personal lock of the week is coming on Sunday night. I'm taking the Bears plus six and a half. Yes, I'm backing Mitch Trubisky and the horrible Bears to cover six and a half points in LA. Hate it. They're on my do not bet list. I hate it. That's pretty <laughs> incredible. That's got to be the lowest point total on a Rams game in the last two or three years. Ever yeah, since McVay and McVay's tenure. Taking the over. Could be prime for taking the over. McVay's tenure. Chad, who's your lock of the week, sir? My lock of the week is New Orleans minus five and a half on the road at Tampa Bay. I it's just a misappropriated line. Something's off there. Give me New Orleans all day. All righty. Um, would you like my irrelevant game of the week or my lock of the week first? Let's hear your irrelevant. irrelevant yeah. It doesn't get much worse right now than New York Jets against the Washington Redskins. Two terrible teams. Couldn't have less interest in this game. Washington is favored by a point and a half at home. And I actually think they're going to win this one. So Yeah, I want it to be known I'm betting on the Redskins this week. Yep. Lines already moved to minus two at my book. I might actually jump on it later tonight. We'll see. Can't I got to get it before it gets to three. That's for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Um Lock of the week-wise, I mean, probably, honestly, that New England bet is is my favorite, but I will not pick that one for the, the sake of being different. Obviously, Carolina I feel pretty good about as well, but, I mean, something about them. Something about the Arizona Cardinals. I, you and I both love them. I don't know what it is. This line has moved quite a bit their direction from 14 to 11 and a half. They kept it extremely close that first game. And San Francisco coming off a loss. Haven't done that this year. Interested to see how they respond. But I think these divisional games with these massive spreads give me Arizona plus 11.5. I don't hate that at all. So you, you heard it here. We locked them in. We'll get those out to you. Hopefully we, uh, we win some games this weekend. I have a huge slate in the night should touch on a little bit uh double digit underdogs in the nba are now 17 and 7 to start the season uh pretty insane i haven't been betting enough of them and i'm kind of upset about it intriguing 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 chad do you have any hope for the kings to recover are they they done this year kings have won three of their last four i have hope uh although darren fox is now out three to four weeks uh, we could really use Bagley back any moment. Um, need him badly. Uh, outside of that, it's it's a hodgepodge of guys in there right now. <laughs> it's back oh, to well. the it's back to the 2014 Kings days where it's like Thomas Robinson and Willie Cauley Stein. So a little a little hodgepodge. No. My favorite moment of the past uh, couple days was Stephen A. Smith's rant about the New York Knicks. Uh, <laughs> That was phenomenal. It doesn't get much. It does not get much better than an angry, fired up Stephen A. It's some of the best entertainment on that this planet has to offer. How are they so bad every year? And also, it's super interesting that the uh, it looks like the president and the upper management's conspiring to get the coach fired. So that's interesting. They're an absolute joke. They're an yeah. absolute joke. They're bad. Is that a good way to put it? That's yeah, John, I want to say that the Charlotte Hornets have been one of my favorite teams to bet on. P.J. Washington. They're scrappy a little unit, aren't they? Yeah, and they've been getting some favorable lines. They've been double-digit dogs a couple times now. They are, well, and people, you know, don't sleep on this. They are sneaky, the seventh seed right now. It is early, but they are so sneaky, early. the seventh seed. I think the Suns are like the five seed in the West right now. Keep that That's a quality team. They are the seven seed, though. Well, we'll see. Um, what, what was uh, just to wrap things up? What was your favorite moment of the day today, guys? Um, my favorite moment of the day. <sighs> Does anyone else? Can anyone else go first? I have to think about this. Um. Nah, man, I was off of work today. Didn't really do too much. Took a nice nap at one point. That was cool. That's pretty wonderful off work. Yeah. Jealous. But 
work this weekend, so we'll see. My favorite was... moment of the day undoubtedly was when I logged on and uh, noticed Chad's beard appeared to be more full than usual, and then I found out he threw some just for men in there. So that that was my favorite part of the day. It's really something that you you know. That's so fraudulent. Yeah. So fraudulent. Yeah, it, is, it is. It is. It's okay. Don't tell anyone though. My my best moment of the day was honestly just walking into school this morning, seeing my two of my best friends in there, just smiling. Um, Billy and Maddie, other names, two of my my favorite friends. So, wow. it's probably my moment of the day. That's a tender story if I've ever heard it. Well, yeah. John, give us a, a quick one minute NHL rundown. Yeah, let's hear. Yeah. The Sabres have lost six games in a row. Oh, uh, dumpster fire. Slit, they've slid a little bit, that's for sure. I, my favorite thing, really all I'm paying attention to is NHL. Some nights I'm just feeling myself. I'm just feeling a little frisky. And I'm looking at any time a heavy, like minus 150 or greater NHL favorite gets down, I look to live bet them. Um, sometimes, and really I look at the stats, we see if shots, hits, and power plays. Compare those numbers, and I have a formula in my head, and if I like it, and that money line is like 170 or higher, I'm going to take it, more, more likely than not. How's that been like, working out for you? I've only taken it three times this year, and I'm two and one. Uh, four times this year, I'm three and one. So... Cute. Went one and one last night, and I was two and up prior to that. One uh, hockey shout out before we wrap up. David Ferentz. Have you guys been keeping up with Davey? He had a Hattie the other I night. S- I saw he leads the NCAA in points, I think. Uh, yeah, among defenders. He's got eight goals, six assists in nine games. So he's red hot. Uh, let's look for a call up by Nashville by the end of the year for that playoff run. So shout out Davey. All right. And with that, we ride off. We say good night. We turn the audio off. All right. We love you all. Alyssa, I love you. Good night.